ladies and gentlemen, I read a fortune. It said, you will be thick. You will be mean. You will be mean. And I thought, where am I sitting? And I remembered, my glutes are sore. Oh, Electra Performance. That's the reason. My name is Jake Watson, co-host of the Open Guard Cast, disgraced commentator, joined by Danny O'Donnell. We have been, we have pumped out over 90 episodes of the Open Guard Cast, coming at you live since the very beginning of 2020. We're joined by another addition to the EUG Promotions second event taking place on June 12th, 2021, the 170-pound Black Belt Grand Prix, Black Belt under Lucas Lecce, and uh, fighting out a check mat, Machias Luna. Oh, what's up, Thank guys? you for joining us, brother. Uh, take those. Yeah, man. Invite me. My pleasure will be here once you all. Of course, man. You know, we, we were uh, talking a little bit before the show about your professional setup. You got your medals in the back, headphones <laughs> on, boy, a brand t-shirt. I'm out here looking no, okay, like... Okay, what's lucky? Okay, what's lucky? <laughs> My medal was to be loud. I always win and wake up to see it, but I was lucky. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> I'm over here looking like I like I need help. Like, that's my, you know, bro, you're regular... Bro, you're a professional combatant, bro. You have to, you know... <laughs> Working on it. When, when we get to EUG, you'll see me. You'll be like, "Dang, Jake's in a suit. No way. He's got to shave." Like right now, I'm just. You don't even want to know what I ate before this. Yeah, for sure. I know. But hey, man, it's it's great to have you on the show. Um, I, I feel like I've known you forever. We've been watching you compete since like blue belt, purple belt, and uh, we're really excited to have you in the tournament. So many great names have already been announced, and. Uh, you know, we have we have definitely more news to, to go over the tournament, which we'll get into in later episodes. But um, I guess, Danny, you want to start out with uh, talking about EUG, right? Yeah, I just wanted to get your thoughts, Matias, on, on being yeah. in the EUG tournament. Like, there's some really good competitors that have been announced already. Michael Liera's in it, Tynan Dalpra, Jonas Gracie. I think they're going to make a few more announcements soon. But what was your initial impression when you got asked to compete in the tournament? Uh, I'm... I really got a surprise to him got invited because, you know, like, it's a, such a big tournament. And, but I was already, I was in Abu Dhabi and I was competing at a high level. So, okay, I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm ready. That's yeah, awesome. For sure. You posted that amazing match highlight versus uh, Tommy Langacker. Oh, yeah. Uh, absolute dogfight. You're going from a plata, rolling around. It's like, and it's one take, and you're like, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, bro, the like, very beginning yeah. of the match was nuts. I'm like, yo, yeah, this like, looks like it's sped I, up. Like this tournament, like uh, the Grand Slam was crazy. Like, like Tommy is like, he's a, like the weird guy I, I have in fall. Like he's super technical. Like, like I don't know. Like he went to double leg and kind of give me the back, but like he do a weird move and I couldn't take his back and he just scrambled to outside and then go to Kimura and try to take his back and he sweep. Bro, it was a crazy match. I love it. Now even I, I got a lose, but. Like, it was a great match. I just like to fight like that, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think what's what's interesting about you and your brother, because uh, I have a lot of respect and admiration for both of you guys. You guys both know the rules so well. like, And I think that has a lot to do with your experience, your both of your experiences as an IBJJF referee. Um, and that's really kind of like in the moments where you need the like like Leandro Loesque, you use the rules, you're also able to have these incredible scrambles, incredible dogfights. And one thing about the EUG ring is it's small. Like, it if, small. unless uh, unless there's a change, it's a it's a, it's a smaller ring. Um, I think it's just really interesting that you got like I'm watching the replay again right now on your Instagram, and it's just like you can watch replays of it. It's just it looked like such an awesome fight. I like that you guys are able to have both the dog fights and those really tight technical uh, yeah, like, matches. I wish to I wish to be more like. Um... 
real, real technical, like I was to be study a lot of the, 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 the rules. I was to fight with my my rule with the rules, but I kind of lose a little bit after I divide my pro, my brown belt. When I was a blue belt, bro, I fight every match. I had a rule on my head, bro. Everything on the purple <laughs> belt as well, but I still I, I still do it, but like not like what, what I used to do it like when I was a blue belt. But I still lose that kind of little bit. Mm -hmm. That's valuable. Yeah, like uh, like tell me like. Uh, Bro, we just like we just did the hard, you know. Like I didn't win really because we we fall up to third place match, so we fought for third place. So we don't give a we don't give a nothing. Like okay, let's do it, bro. Like third place, let's fight. We don't have like nothing to lose, so let's do it. Mm -hmm. That's why I think we had a great match. That's awesome. Yeah, that was a really great match. And you had some other really great matches at the World Pro, I think, the following weekend because that was at the Grand Slam. Um, so do you want to talk about how the World Pro matches went and what you felt about your performance? Um, I, felt, I felt pretty good. Like, I felt really good that day. I felt like, okay, I can be in the championship day. And my first two matches uh, with Andy and Luis Paulo, he's, he's the tough guys that I taught him. Like I taught on my uh, qualified division, so I said, "Bro, I have to take everything from me." Like, and I did. And then, kind of the finals, like, you know, like I don't know what will happen with me. I think I waste so much energy on my first two matches. But the guy, like, yeah, he did a really good game. Like he, he played with the rules as well, so he got the win. But I felt really good that day, really good. It's a tough division, but I feel like I could go. I could get it, you know. Hmm. Yeah, seventy-seven is always a really, really tough division. So many really good competitors there. And you mentioned your your first match with Andy, and I think a lot of people were excited to see him compete because the weekend before he won the the UG one tournament and he beat some really big names. So, how did you feel after after your first match with Andy? Because that was a really, really nice win for you. Um, I was like. I, I haven't fought with the Andes before, so we fought already, so, like, everyone just talk about social media, this stuff, but, like, I don't really care about it, you know, I know everyone who I fought, so, I just, like, um, uh, I, my mind just, like, let's do what I've been training, let's take it harder, if I take it harder, we'll get it, like, whatever, who's, who's coming from, you know, come in front of me, so, I just did, you know, like I just took hard and I could have won. So, but I too, still have to prove a lot. <laughs> but he's a good, great competitor. He did an amazing performance on the last tournament he made it, or the first black belt. And, but, but it was a wedding the day, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. what it takes. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's one of the reasons why I, I praised your ability to understand the rule set so much is because that in and of itself is going to be a great tool against athletes. Like, okay, so let's say you went against somebody who was more experienced, right? Because that's what at Black Belt, now you're going against people who have been Black Belt for like eight years. And yeah. me and you, you and I have been Black Belts for like two. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's hard. Yeah, um, like it's a really hard. It's but really understanding hard. the rules helps. Yeah, like you know I, what I, I mean. Think, and understanding think, the rules really does help. I think uh, the the uh, the uh, Abu Dhabi Federation, the, I forgot the name. Uh, the the rules, the type of rules, I, I like it. You know, like for for one part, like it's good. You don't have advantage, you know, because like you mo you get a more security to play on top. 
a little bit. Yeah. So you know you have like uh, the last point, the last who let the last score the points get win. So if you sweep me, I still have can win. If I sweep you back, you know we don't even I have have a ref decision. So I was free to play on top in security. If they sweep me back, I can good get the, get the win. If I sweep the back, like with a happy decision, like like mm. get me comfortable to fight on top. So so yeah, that I was I was training a lot with my friend. I went to Abu Dhabi. I had a really good camp. Like everyone like that just play a really good guard, like Lasso, De La Riva, and I, I was security. I could like have a good match if I play on top and. And then I, I feel comfortable with the rules and with my tr my partner's trainers. Okay. That's actually, Danny, if you don't mind, I'm going to ask a question kind of to both No, of go you. ahead. <clears throat> um, what is your opinion on the rule of no grabbing inside the pants for the UAE JJF? Because that's a rule. Uh, you're not allowed to grab inside the pants or make what Mikey Musa Messi calls a butt grip. You can't make that grip. You have, you have to grab the belt or, I guess, on the side of the pants or on the back of the gi. You cannot grab your fingers inside the the waistband i guess i would call it uh what is your opinion on that rule i'll start with machias um like i don't like the rule because like it's like okay who's play beating ball is like is horrible rules because you need that grip because if you're not mm -hmm. tired your gear, yeah. like you don't have the belt to grab and sometimes you kind of pass you get, like I got a penalty I think two times there because I make it the same grip because we always because like the grip the the gear's not tight so you have to grab somewhere and mm -hmm. like even if you pass half guard and I think they remove the rules because the people just start push their pants down and like like they have a country like they have a religion so like and they, yeah. they, the the tournament is for open to to the country to watch so. I, I don't like it, but I understand, but I don't really like it. I don't think it's fair, but, you know. Oh, is that the reason? Is that the yeah. reason? No, I, no, no I, I don't know. I think that. That's what I'm thinking. That, I, think that's, that's I, heard the, I heard the same thing. I heard the same thing about the rule. Wow. Rear. You see, that's, yeah. that, that offers insight. I thought, you know, it's funny. It is hard to put myself in that, that situation, but I, I just thought, oh, they introduced it to them. Why, why would they say that? But, <laughs> yeah, contextually, it totally <laughs> makes sense. I'm not as mad about the rule now because I just had no explanation before. I was like, there's, there's such a good grip. Why can't I make that grip? There's nothing wrong with it. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that, but, like, you know, like, you just yeah, have People to just got to tie their pants, man. No, <laughs> just I, like, tie their pants I, tight. I, I fought Grenzler. Yeah, I fought Grenzler um, with Liera, um Miami. Bro, I got to, like, I think three – Four penalties because that because he just tried sweep me. I try go to be the blow from there and grab, bro. Like, and I got like nine points just with the like, just with the penalties. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. I, you, like Gabriel, like uh, Diego, Diego Senosan, like they always training for that tournament. You know, they always they they always fight with their type of rules. So they mm -hmm. used to train no grip, no grip there. But like us, we always fight about we always fight IBDJF. In a train, you cannot just like not make that grip, you know. So gotta be humble for for you, mm -hmm. for you. Yeah, I agree with Matthias. I don't like. I don't really like the rule. I, I heard the exact same thing. It's it's kind of a cultural thing where they don't want to have to make the the adjustment if someone's pants come too low. So mm -hmm. I, I think it it's just too big of a change compared to compared to IBJJF and a lot of people like both you guys mentioned. That's one of the grips that they're literally aiming for the whole time they're on bottom or even on oh, top yeah. if they're passing. So. Um, oh yeah, yeah I'm not mean, a huge fan of the rule. <laughs> I agree too. I don't. I I uh, 
quite often grab the pants. Um, you can't. What's what's kind of nice is you're you're still allowed to grab that area. You just can't dig your fingers inside, right? Uh, yeah. Like you cannot grab your your fingers inside of the pants. But you can, like, let's say, like, you know, you make a grip on the gi and you roll it over. You can do that on the pants. You can. Yeah, yeah, like you this. can do it. Okay. You can do it. You just cannot okay. put your fingers in there. Yeah. It's all, we get to have a. You know what? Um, that's so interesting that we get to have an IBJJF referee on the show. Like, you can fill, like, <laughs> four roles. I've not been happy for a long time. I think most of more, more than one year already. <laughs> I just. Like, well, shoot. If, if, even even the, the rules change a lot. They tell me, uh, I hear about it. Like, they change, they, they change a little bit the rules about the escape. Or I have to, have to step back. <laughs> I'm not there. I know getting included to that yet. <laughs> okay. okay, be modest, but we're, we're uh, <laughs> you can be modest if you want. So I kind of want to take a take a little bit of a turn and talk about how you got started in jujitsu because we started with UG promotions, but we want to hear a little bit about your backstory as well, like how you got introduced to the sport and what it was like when you first started training. Oh, okay. Uh, me and my brother, I was to like play uh, whatever is like. I was to like to do sports. And like in Brazil, every every kid like just play on the street. They play soccer. They they, they want to find something to do it. And that as goal was the same way. We used to play basketball, soccer on school. And and my professor uh, Thiago in Barreto, he's come from Natal, where I come from. He opened a social project project uh, close as home. And like my friend, my friends, my my friends from neighborhood, they just oh let's train jujitsu, it's free. <laughs> and I was to play <laughs> basketball and like okay let's do it. And like I was to I was to compete a little bit on basketball. I didn't I didn't do it that good. But <laughs> and yeah, me and my brother just started on a social project and we just. We just like it, you know, like we like the vibes, we like the people, uh, like Jiu-Jitsu is, is kind of interesting, you know, for everyone, like you know, hurt people, but by the way, you want to like submit someone, <laughs> and yes. like, you know, like, in what's really interesting when, uh, when we start traveling, that's what I like the most, we start traveling a lot, I start new, my new place, and competing, my brother, me and my brother used to train at home <laughs> as well because we used to just train three times a week and the, the class was to be and you know, the days didn't have a trainer, just train at home. So it just like, yeah, I've been training Jiu-Jitsu for 10 years. I started in 2000, 2011, yeah, yeah, 2011. And I didn't stop it, <laughs> just, we just training, training, training. But it was a really good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Good times. <laughs> <clears throat> so around around what point, like in your career, did you think, okay, I'm gonna make this a career that I want to live on. I want to make jujitsu my life. So uh, it's a long story, like, cause like when I was, when it was white belt, uh, we we had a professor, but like we, he kind of left the project, and like me and my brother, we start teach for the for the social project when we was white belt. We just had like one year and a half. <laughs> jiu-jitsu. Wow. And start teaching, and you, we like it, you know. We like, we like teaching uh, this, the my friends because we didn't have a student, just had friends to go train together, 
but they we started teach position from there, push the train. And when yeah, like the white belt, I just I, I like this for my life, but I don't know what I'm gonna do. So we got the blue belt, and uh, and we won some tournament. We got uh, like a thousand a thousand reais, like two hundred dollars today. <laughs> $200. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, oh, let's open our own business, our own academies. Let's bring all the people from the project, keep the project, let's open the gym. It's small gym. We just, my professor gave us the math, and we just, with the money we had, we just pay like three months from the rent. And you just, you start teaching. And yeah, we try, my mind on that time was like, okay, we want to. We want to grow the gym. We want to. We want to get a new studio. With, like let's open a successful business. But like Brazil, everything's hard, you know. Like to jiu-jitsu for everything. Yeah. But that's my. That's when like we just move out to to California. My mm-hmm. professor, Pancho. Pancho was the first guy. Like he opened the door for us to to let us compete. We, he let us stay on his house for two weeks to just compete and we started know him and so yeah like we start live this dream Jiu Jitsu lifestyle was like blue belt I, we, we, all, we always think about it but like, we, we like the most and like when even when we started we are, we're gonna do this for life <laughs> I remember when I was like I think my first month um I saw, I never had a computer before and I saw one, one video for, for, for one guy, like, he, he be winning World Pro, I don't remember why, he just won World Pro, was 2019, I remember, oh, 2009, and I saw, like, I wanna say, I wanna, I wanna be this guy, and like, I just keep it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. The crazy thing to me about that story is that you guys started teaching all the people at the social project when you were just white belts, which is pretty pretty mind blowing when I think about it. <laughs> oh yeah, like uh, <laughs> yeah, bro, like, we had so much like trouble because that because when uh, we opened a gym, we we were blue belt and like there's a lot of black belts in the area, and the black belt the people started stopping training with the black belt to train with us and the blue belt, and the guys got mad. They wanted to close that. They they just talk trash about us. They want to close us. They wanna close out a gym because it's a it's a set mode, uh, like b- purple brown belts want to train with the blue belts. <laughs> like yeah, like the, I I really like I really love like teaching classes, you know. Like I don't really care I don't really care this about like a job. I really love it teach people be around teach what I know. So uh, I'm starting to do this like like nine years ago I I just got a black belt but I haven't been teaching people like for nine years you know so yeah <laughs> wow wow that's crazy too so another thing I wanted to ask you about was what it was like when you first moved to California because I think you said you were still blue belt so that's kind of a big move and I'm sure a big culture shock to go from Brazil to California and then to be pursuing this dream when you haven't even really been training that long yeah it was like yeah, it was a uh, hard time because, <laughs> like, uh, we we came 2015. Mm-hmm. We came 2015, 15 to fight, to wars. 
2016 and when we got a purple belt 2000, 2017 Pancho as master he he oh you want to spend six months on we didn't even move out he just like oh you want to spend six months on my house <laughs> or you want to come here to try train or compete or in compete and say okay and like for me it was a big change because like like i never left my home for, for more than two weeks <laughs> so yeah like i i know i start like i i spent like three days four days no sleeping so oh my gosh i'm gonna spend six months on this country and like i don't even know the language my my <laughs> yeah but my everything the people try talk to me like i didn't understand nothing portugal like translate everything to me and like um but i had a couple friends and they, they like they they when we when you don't know the, the language like but you understand when the people want to talk to you so we had a yeah. couple of friends like i didn't know the language but the guys try explain they showing they try talk to you so this guy was a winning part for us to try to to keep it trying training my english <laughs> and yeah it was a and yeah like we just came to come to compete to spend six months and we we just we came back to went went back to brazil because we didn't have a visa and the next year uh we came we came and lucas later asked, like last ask poncho if you can build his house to help him in the camp because he was to fight on the the the, the year and like yeah and like until the day like we're still here <laughs> we still train with him so we got me me him, me and my brother we got married mary and we just stay here for uh, almost for three years already. Now we're okay, but the beginning was hard. Like it's hard, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet. I mean, like you said, learning the language, adjusting to a different culture, and and also just not having been away from your home, like you said, for more than two weeks. <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. it's hard. Like and like we just we just was a kid, you know. Say like when you are like kid, like like was nineteen, but like we le- we never had a, like left home or live by ourselves. And we move it, and like, yeah. Now this is life, you know. <laughs> and like, yeah, another another country, like, like learn the language, find your ways to to fight, find your ways to to make some money because you need California. <laughs> so yeah, it was a hard time. Today is getting better, but in the beginning I was worried about that. Yeah, yeah. California <laughs> isn't um, exactly a uh, lucrative. Uh, place to live i would say a lucrative thing <laughs> like you're gonna make money there but uh <laughs> that's uh i mean shoot you, you're definitely making it work and it's really it's really awesome to see yeah it is like uh we just like we just we, uh just still here because lucas like we had a really good train here uh like in la habra so Everyone talking like, oh, go open a gym somewhere, go somewhere because California is hard, go whatever. But I want to take my time here because the training is super good, like every like super good. So I don't think I have. I'm gonna if I move out to somewhere, somewhere, I'm gonna have that good training also. So yeah. Yeah, can you talk a little bit more about about your training with Lucas? Because I know there's a lot of really good, talented Czech Met competitors. I know Mateus Gabriel trains there. Um, 
Luis Pons, I believe, yeah. did some training in with you guys. I know Sam Nagai, we had him on the podcast. I think he trains with you guys sometimes. So what's it like training with all the awesome checkmate competitors? So, yeah, like, on the beginning it was hard. <laughs> on the beginning it was a little tough. And, like, today we just got used to it, but, like, I, I still get smashed by then. <laughs> but, it's, <laughs> bro, it's, it's, it's good, you know, like, everyone, like, because, like, uh, include, like, when I fought the World Pro, a lot of guys like play De La Riva guard, bro, but like Mateus Gabriel yeah. has the best De La Riva, like I haven't been training or now. <laughs> but bro, it's like it's amazing. Panza like he's a he's a like have a two hundred thirty pounds but he moves like a featherweight. <laughs> he yeah. just he just tries mesh you and fly over you and like and my brother has a really super good base on top. So like Lucas is, is a beast, like he's still like almost forty but like he Bro, he's still training with everyone. So yeah, we, we when we started training with Lucas, it had a big change. We we trained a lot of this game. On the beginning, I was still like more like play guard. I was still like play guard more. And Lucas smashed me like five times in the train, six times. <laughs> and he got mad at us because every time he passed, we kind of stopping. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and like. Anyway, we starting going get a tough here. That's how I think I I change a lot. Train with Lucas, we just got a tough. We learn like how real jujitsu, you know, bro. Like Lucas <laughs> is incredible. Like like he been training like great, great, uh, great competitors a long time ago. Like Butchesha, uh Lapella. Uh, uh, Zapato, everyone like w before become a legend was to train with Lucas. So he's know how to push the train, the train how, to, how they push the train harder because have been doing this for a long time. And in the beginning, I got a lot of smash, and now I got a used <laughs> to with the, his training. But it's uh, like, yeah, La Habra guys, <laughs> it's hard, bro. It's tough train here. <laughs> Yeah, I bet. I, I think Lucas is probably one of the most technical guys I've seen teach, like at least on video. Because I, I remember he did a, a Fix My Game episode on flow grappling. Yeah. And he was talking about his half guard. And the details he had for that position were just insane. It was so crazy. Bro, it's like, <laughs> I don't, like, I never did half guard in my life before I met Lucas. Today, I do it pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my main game, but like I know pretty good because I see his do it, bro. Like like nobody yeah. do the same. Nobody like take like like I don't know. Like I see the competitors today doing half guards. Don't get even close to him. I be training with him like almost every day, bro. Like it, it's it's different, bro. Like he's like you have to just like everyone train with Lucas. He's gonna tell. They gonna tell. Is the guy gonna beat you forever? You know. He's, be, he's, he's the guy most beat me like on my life. He beat me so hard when I was a purple belt, brown belt, and still a black belt. He still trained with us really hard. So he's a legend. I feel like uh, one sad thing is that the current meta game or the current like you know how jujitsu is going in the competitive scene 
it seems like half guard is like falling by the wayside and people are favoring Bolo and like, you know, Toriando passing mm-hmm. and knee cuts. And it's like, where's half guard? Like, where's that good old fashioned bottom, you know, like yeah. that bottom game half guard, that top game fishing for an underhook. Like all that I think is I believe, so amazing, important. I, and I think the last person we really saw do stuff like that, like the double under or the over under, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. This is not an objective thing. Is Bernardo Faria really seem like double under, over under, you know, deep half guard coming up on a single leg with a lapel, and he won everything with it. And I, w- I want to see that more. So like I don't, I don't when I when I look for competing, I don't really like scared people those days game like Billy Bolo, Toriano Pass. I'm scared the old old school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta like like I don't want to fight like Lovato, Shady Ribeiro, you know. Like, <laughs> This guy, like, so much pressure. Yeah, bro. They have so much pressure. And, like, like I've been talking to my friend about it. Like, bro, like, this guy haven't been fight, like, against Bouchesha, uh, against Galvão, against João Gabriel Rocha. And, like, who's me? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to put a pressure on these guys. This yeah, guy for is, sure. Bro, this guy, like, has a big history on, this tour- on the tournament. They haven't got all these pressures, all the games, all the guard games. So... You know, like, the guys, like, I, when I look, like, learn jiu-jitsu, when I watch, I don't even watch videos, people's fighting today. Like, I don't really like, like, beating bolos, lapel guard. I like, I'm, I was, when I watch videos, I put, like, uh, Roger Grace and Calazans, Lucas Leighton, Calazans, wow. uh, and Rodolfo, Rodolfo and Leo Vieira, you know? I don't really like the most watch, like, like, the new the new generation I don't really like it. Roger Grace, Bushesha, Romulo Bahal, Lucas Lepreds, that's why I like the most to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have you one. Would, one yeah. Oh, go. I was no, just no, gonna say, no, you go. Okay, I, I just have one comment first, and then another question for Matias. But my, uh, one thing I wanted to mention is I feel like uh, Leo Sagioro kind of has a style like you described, Jake. Like he does a lot of coming up on single legs, does a lot mm-hmm. of double under, over under, um, and he's like a smaller guy, so he was like the only exception I could really yeah. think of to your rule. Yeah, but but yeah, then Matias, I just wanted to ask you too. You mentioned the guys that you like to watch, like the older old school guys. Like why why do you prefer watching them over the new school guys? The new school. Yeah, why do you prefer watching Hodger and Oh, Adolfo? because like I, because yeah. because it's it's it's, it's, it's jiu that you know what I'm saying like I don't know like I, I think I think the pressure I think because I felt Lucas you know like I was to come with, with this training like beating Bolo open guard and like I got smashed by him and he just doing like the, over on the hook and half guard on me and he beat me so hard and like like and I. Like I want to get my, I gotta want to get this game, my game. I wanna get my game like that, like getting better. I, I, my pressure got way better when I started training with Lucas because I start like do Toriano and Nika all this stuff. But I just passed and the guys pushed me away and um uh, and they recovered the guard and uh, I was watching Lucas training like he just put pressure all the time. You know they don't leave the guy get a bridge. He just like go forward to pass and us. Uh, and I start to get a little bit of that pressure. And like, yeah, I like, I don't know. I don't really know because I don't really like the the new, the new, the new generation. I don't like, I just don't like, I think it's more, I think, I think, how's that? It's a work more. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. more effective. School, like, yeah, more, like yeah. when I see like, I, I learn a lot, like Rodolfo, I, I was to be 
I was to watch a lot his 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 fight. He just like he smash every run, you know. He just yeah. You wanna pull guard? Okay. He just got the half guard pass, mount and submission. And like and Roger was the same way. He just close the guard, sweep, get the submission, mount and get the submission. Like that's what, that's what I think is is effective, you know. Like it's 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 not easy, but like. It's, I don't know, bro. It's just like I think it's, it's work for me. It's better. My game is proving more when I try learn these games than when I try like beating ball of this stuff. Because everyone, I think it's, everyone have a, has a, own jujitsu, and the people try copying the other ones. Like you, you lose kind of a little bit of your soul on the jujitsu. You know, like like I, I, I'm training. I like I, I I train what I like to learn. You know, I'm not training lapel mm-hmm. bar because the people doing lapel bar. I not train bring bolo because the people do it bring bolo. I do. I learn. I practice a little bit. I know how to do it, but it's not one the thing I would like to do. It, you know, I don't like. I enjoy. And what I was gonna, what I was like alluding to, was how amazing it is. How the like we've seen, we've had the privilege of seeing new school versus old school in tournament, and we don't have a huge window for that, right? Because. The old school competitors, the Lovato Juniors and the Zanjihibeiros, like, they're not always going to be competing. I don't think that's wrong to say. I just think that's how human beings work. And we saw Lovato go against Gabriel Meda. Ironically, Gabriel stepped up to the plate for both of them. Um, the Zanjihibeiro versus Gabriel Almeida. And, by the way, we love Gabriel. Got to get him on the podcast. Um, but uh, you really see, like, the new school and how fight, uh, new school athletes approach jiu-jitsu versus that old school once they get an underhook or once they hug your head, the fight's over kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've, I, if I grapple an old-school competitor, I'm so scared of getting my head hugged. No, I'm so no, scared no, of getting no, underhooked. No, no, no. No, because they're like, I'm just, uh, no, like, I'm saying, like, everyone can beat anyone. Like, Mateus Gabriel, he got his first year in a black belt, and he beat, he beat all of them on, the, on the, his first penance. Like, I remember he fought Sajioro. He fought against like like uh, Jamil. He fought against Jamil. Yeah. Jamil was to be the the world title. He got the world title. I'm just say like I'm I, if I want to look for someone to fight, I'm look for someone like doing the Vinibolo, <laughs> doing open guard <laughs> because I, because I think because I I haven't been trained this for a long time. I like when I started like when I started training uh, 2000 2011, the people started doing Vinibolo and this stuff, and I've been training. Ten years, you know, how to block beating bolo, open guard, throwing on a pass, but I never, I never had to be training with someone like, like old school. It's like it's kind of new, you know. Like I don't think my games fit on that. I don't know. I never fought with someone like a legend, you know. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but I don't like, yeah, like, like the new generations coming, like they come really stronger. Like when I was, when I was a proper belt, we start fighting like. In California, I was fight like Jonathan, Italo, uh, all these guys, all these boys was to be like a proper belt. And Jonathan, he be like Paulo, uh, Paulo Miao when he was a proper belt. So showing the new generations coming strong, but I'm not like I'm not a big fan of the game. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's interesting too what you talked about of like how when you started in 2011, people are already doing Barambolo. And, I, and I'm kind of thinking about the Meows a little bit. Like in 2011, 2010-ish, 
everyone had seen their highlight at Purple Belt where they were doing Baron Bolos, but then they started playing top more, and it was almost like they went from a new school game and they went back to an old school game. And I think a lot of that was because of Marillo Santana, his influence, but it was just pretty cool to see them kind of revert their style and, and almost, I don't want to say go backwards because it's not going backwards, but they added new stuff to their game that looked old school, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know. <laughs> What do you think, Jake? Uh, okay, repeat that real quick so I can answer this effectively. No, I was just saying I thought it was interesting how uh, the Meow Brothers started with a lot of Baron Bolos and everyone, they were like the epitome of the modern game. And then as they got a little bit older, they started using more old school techniques, a lot of pressure passing and mm-hmm. being on top more and um, just stuff that had been around for longer. Well, what's fun, I think that that could probably lend itself towards. Um, the truth that, like, okay, so think about Bitter and Bolo and techniques like that, how they are. They're shortcuts, right? It's it's going from De La Hiva, which the opponent is typically on their feet, you're on their back, and you're not doing the traditional sweep them, pass our guard, get to mount, or sweep them into mount, or something like that, and then take the back later. You're going straight from guard to back, so you're skipping the progress, the progression steps. Yeah. And I think that, really, it's the progression steps that will typically lend themselves towards winning fights uh, on a fundamental level. Bitter Bowl is hard. It's hard to learn. It's hard to apply. And yeah, it's hard to defend, but once you know the patterns to defending, you can usually just give up a sweep, and it'll just be an effective way to sweep. It's really the, the Musa Messi's, the Levi Jones, the guys who are like Bitter Bowling all the time. That's kind of all they do. Not all they do, but you get what I'm saying. That's yeah. a lot of their game. Um, that you see mostly them taking the back. But I think uh, one of the reasons probably the Meow brothers are trying to do more pressure passing and stuff is because that is the sort of techniques that have withstood the test of time. They still work. They likely always will work. If I get your elbows up above your head in double underhooks, I'm likely going to pass your guard because you it's it's me plus gravity versus you on your back. No. So it's I think that the, just the fact that those techniques are so proven – you know, they're fundamental. Those are necessary techniques. I don't think Britain Bowl is a necessary technique. I think under her guard pass is a necessary technique. Yeah. I think head control. I think the ability to isolate someone's hips. Uh, a knee cut is not even necessary. Like, those are options. Those are, like, preferences. Getting an underhook, mm-hmm. there's no preference. There's just, okay, I'm, I have an underhook. How am I going to pass with this? Yeah. And I think that's probably why. So, yeah, like, uh, yeah, like, like, like me, I was just doing. They started doing the beating bolos. Like I don't think they, they they copy. Like they they got inspired by by Bros. They got inspired yeah. by that, and like they okay, I like it. I I want to train more of that, and gonna that's that's what I'm think. Like they become so good at that because they put in this game. They like to do it. They like it's that's one. That's like they just to come from. You know, they don't like oh I'm gonna repeat some move. Oh, it's like I, everyone like oh teach me beating bolo. I say, bro, I can't teach you beating bolo, but you're so good at passing guard. So why you wanna do beating bolo? You know, you have we have uh, long way on the front, like good good base uh, to pass, uh, good stability, good uh, moves, and why you wanna train? Why you wanna train beating bolo just because someone does it? You know, it's mm-hmm. everyone like oh wanna do lapel guard? Okay, like. You can do it, but like I see, like you do it like better close guard. Go do a close guard. Practice up close guard. Like, like that's something. Like we we being a competitor like level level. We 
we have a compare like and the, some people say they say like oh is a work is it does a work is a working tournament is a does a work mm. but like like they like everyone saw like like lapel guard doesn't work and kina go there and pull lapel everyone and sweep and sweep and and submit people you know Mm-hmm. And like, but this is a, his own game. If I try cop, just copy him, I don't gonna do. I don't gonna do the same way that him. Like the yeah. same way, like Jonathan Alves is like doing a beating bolo. I can try do the same, but it's it's won't be the same because his 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 game. He's been practiced for ten years. Like everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, beating, Matheus Gabriel has the best beating bolo, the best that I have. I had. If I try do what he does, <laughs> I gotta get a kick out because. <laughs> He's been training this for 10 years, for 10, yeah. 50 years, and like, it's he's, he's, he's part of his game. I can't try cop, but, but it won't be the same. That's why, they, that's why I'm thinking like, oh, Benny Bolo doesn't work. Like, doesn't work for the people try cop. They don't have an own game. They just yeah. try, they see Meow Bros do it, they are good at it, they work in a tournament, and they try apply, but it won't be the same, because the guy's been training this for 10 years. Yeah, that's really interesting. I think you have some really cool thoughts about about that. And I was wondering, like, when you're teaching your students, do you feel like you're like, – like, how do you like to have them – help them build their games? Do you try and point them towards specific techniques or do you just kind of help them develop whatever they're kind of already working on or what they're already so doing? So, yeah, like, I, I let them free, like, in a, but, like, uh, for here, I just started teaching for a new school. Like, I just got there, like, six, seven months. But I always pay attention what they do, and like, like in like last week, I just saw one white belt. He's, he, the same guy asked me how to do the beating bolo, but I saw him training. He's had a really <laughs> good close guard, and I say, bro, have a really good close guard. I can teach you like how to do a beating bolo, but I saw you do it, do it close guard. Like, it's gonna work, uh, in tournaments or training, whatever. So. I don't know, I try to teach them like the basics, the base for every position, like on top to do the takedown, base how to do close guard, base how to do it half guard, base how to do spider guard, and they're gonna fit on their own game, they're gonna see how it works, which one's gonna fit on his game, and after I want, I want to hit proof on the same position, you know? I let, I let them more free, like I like to, I, like, I don't like train people's my own game, like, oh, I like to do the knee cut. I just don't want to do the knee. I don't want to just do knee cut because everyone has a body type different, different mentality. So something, something, sometimes something's going to work for me. It don't want to work with someone else. So I just teach a base, basic position for all the situations. And from that, they're going to, they're going to try fight his own way to whatever he wants to do. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. So, um, Jake, I kind of wanted to ask about some other plans coming up. Did you have any other questions for Matias about, like, teaching or competing or anything? No, it is awesome to hear, though, because, uh, like I said, I've known Matias for a very long time, and, um, you know, we've even had the privilege to share the mat together and have some awesome matches, and uh, especially we had one crazy match at San Diego Open at Brown Belt. I was like, <laughs> I got off the mat, and I was like, dude, that was nuts. I was like, <laughs> you took my back at the end of the match. I was so mad. I was like, damn it. I was down by an advantage, and then I was down by four points. I'm like, Oh, I went for everything and I got I got burned, but uh, it was uh, that was awesome. I had a lot of fun. But uh, no, Danny, you're welcome to take the wheel once again. 
Yeah, I was just I was just gonna ask what other tournament plans you had coming up outside of EUG promotions on June twelfth. That's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, sorry, yeah. Sorry. What other? No, you're good. Can I ask again? Sorry, I was. Oh yeah, for sure. So, what other tournaments do you have planned coming up outside of EUG promotions on June twelfth? Oh, uh, I don't know, bro. Like, um, my fox, my fox from this until the. the to the uh, to June is my focus all of that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think September is gonna be Pan Ams. I will be already. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna do Panogi because I really wanna focus on the tournament because like it's a tough tournament, you know. It's a uh, it's like one of I don't know like it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I don't wanna. Focus on Nogi. I wanna. I, I just wanna focus who I want, I'm going to compete against in June, you know. And yeah, maybe maybe I, I'm going to World Pro because they say they're gonna they're gonna make a, another World Pro in November because mm -hmm. this this the last one now was the la from the last year. Yeah. Uh, so they're gonna do another one in November maybe. So that's my plan. Like my plan is, is traveling a little bit more. Uh, I don't. I don't really want to be around to fight here. I wanna, like we we kind of professional fighters, so we have to look for where the money is. You know, <laughs> that, yeah. that, that's why. Like I want to focus on that tournament. It's gonna be gonna worth ten thousand, and after I wanna I wanna fight some Grand Slams as well from Abu Dhabi. But yeah, my schedule is open. I, I don't know yet, but I, I'm I'm just ready to compete. <laughs> Even Abu yeah, Dhabi, Abu Dhabi, I just like. Uh, my friend just called me and like, hey, what if I was gonna happen? Are you coming? And like, when it is? And like, you have to leave tomorrow. <laughs> and like, yeah, like, okay, let's do it. And I, and I bought my ticket to leave the next day. But the good thing, I was already, like, I was prepared to fight. And that's like, if some time is coming up, I will fight. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's kind of a hard question to answer, I know, just because. Coronavirus is still a thing, and yeah. not everything's completely open yet. So it's definitely not the easiest yeah, question last, to answer. Last but. year, like last year, we just compete well. Like I, I think I just compete two times. I just compete. I just compete one fight win. I think no, no, sorry. No, I compete Europeans last year. No, what three tournament? I fought Europeans. I fought fight win, one fight. And I fought pen names. Thank you, Jake, on the open class. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> just broke my foot. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. He just I broke my of... foot in the open class. Like, dude, oh, you didn't man. even make a face. Like I was talking to Danny about <laughs> well, this. I'm uh, like, dude, I felt so bad because like I even asked you in the middle of the fight, don't 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 paint me as a bad guy. <laughs> I, I, I asked you in the middle of the match, are you okay? No, and you nah. go, Yeah, I'm fine. And I was like there's no way he's fine. Bro, I was he's like, this foot is broke. Bro, Jake is the nice guy. I have a match in jiu-jitsu. He's, I, I like, my, <laughs> always, I, I, like, when I'm going to fight to him, I know it's going to be a war. But, like, I know after we're going to laugh, we're going to talk about it, we're going to talk. So he's so funny guy. Like, if I, when I lose to him, I don't even get a match. We just, like, okay, just part of the job, you know? We just go, 
But yeah, you but... and Mateos are the same for me too. Like I love you guys. I think <laughs> you guys are hilarious. And Mateos, Mateos before really funny on his Instagram too. He makes me laugh nah, on his yeah, Instagram. That thing he did of Mateos Gabriel and me, where Mateos couldn't <laughs> talk because his mouth was all dry. Dude, I was crying. Dude, me, me too, bro. I wasn't able to dance. Oh my god. <laughs> we we we, we kind of create when we like when we want to make fun of people. We don't want to make fun mm -hmm. of people, which kind of crazy sometimes. <laughs> but that's yeah, like, awesome. Uh, it's not like. It's not like everyone's guy over him. Like we just play around. Like he just, I told him like he broke my foot, whatever. But like he was asking me in the middle of the fight, "Are you okay?" I say, bro, this guy is from Jesus Christ for sure, bro. He asked me in the middle of the fight if if I'm okay. If the other guy just break my foot and I don't care, I just take turn, turn it back and leave. Oh yeah. Uh, I appreciate that, brother. That's no, nice. and, he, and he said Jake said stuff to me about it too. He's like, "Man, I hope Matias is okay." Like, and, and that's like you know outside of the fight, just between me and him. So nah, he genuinely does care the, about about that. This is the funny stories no one ever hears about. Uh, that, but dude, yeah, I felt bad. I was like, man, like, because it's never my intention to hurt anybody. I just want like, because yeah, yeah, here's the thing: if you would have broke my foot. I'd have been like, dang, man, you broke my foot. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna break my foot. <laughs> Roberto Jimenez broke my foot, and I was like, man, Roberto, like, are you gonna break my foot, man? Like, <laughs> broken. Like, you ruined my foot. And he, he was, uh, he's a little bit different than me and you. Like, we, I don't really joke with Roberto the same way. It's kind of hard to joke with Roberto because his sense of humor is like kind of different than ours. But me and you are able to, like, we're friends. If you, if I went to Pan Am's and you choked me unconscious in front of everybody, I'd probably talk to you about it. Be like, hey, man, listen, maybe don't do that next time. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna be mad, you know? Yeah, take it no, easy. It's like, uh, it's not everyone's like that, you know? Like, some guys I, I'm, I'm going to fight with really serious. <laughs> yeah. Especially like. I don't want to take flags, but like all the guys, they kind of assholes and like we just fight and like they don't even talk. But like I think Jiu-Jitsu community need more of that, you know. Like, so yeah, everyone's on the same the same job, you know. Everyone have the mm -hmm. same problems. Everyone have the same same vibes, you know. Like I don't, I just don't see one wizard to to don't talk to. I know some 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 guys went before to compete. They like to be concentrated. They don't really talk. But after that, like we just joke. I'm just, we like joke around with my friend, with with my opponents too. I like it. If I lose, bro, it's a part of job. Like if they wanna lose, don't practice jujitsu. Don't go to compete. You know. So yeah, uh, I like be like having fun stories about it. But yeah, that that kind of like was a really 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 tough to me, like to fight. Uh, uh, I try. I, I was crazy to to, to fight the open class that day. Jake, Jake, <laughs> Jake, Jake, meet me before the, before my my weight. Like he he saw me checking my weight, and I was drinking a bang, and I was checking my weight and drinking a bang, and he saw my weight and like, bro, you need one more, bro. <laughs> because, bro, I I was to make a like lightweight, but was I'm when I going make a weight, I'm fucking crazy, bro. I like it just like I drop my weight, and when I see uh, that day, I like. I was like three pounds, four pounds on there, and he like, you need one more, bro. It's too light to fight. <laughs> Dude, I, you know what's funny is like, I, 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 <laughs> I, uh, I remember that, and I remember. Uh, first of all, I looked crazy because my head was all shaved and beard a lot. I looked like a psychopath. But um, I remember being at the tournament and because I fought Mateus. And me and Mateos had a same freaking war that day, too. And that was a nuts match. And I remember I was just like, man, I fought the Luna Brothers this tournament. That's kind of funny. Like, I fought <laughs> both of them. And uh, I remember um, 
this is something like you know I kind of made up my mind about a long time ago, and this is something that Danny. I went and fought Pedro Marino at a fight to win, like one of these fight to wins. It was a while. It was like a month and a half ago. And uh, Danny was more nervous than me at the event <laughs> because I get it too. At the end of the day, if I go out there and I get armbarred by Pedro or guillotined or something, is it gonna really? Is it gonna ruin my life? Is it gonna like be the last thing ever that I do? No. And I love jujitsu and I love people. And like you said, I love Jesus Christ. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna represent everything I love, and I'm gonna go ahead and be exactly who I am, which is like, dude. We're supposed to be having fun. We got into jiu-jitsu because what was the first reason we all got into jiu-jitsu? Because it's freaking fun and we love it. And now that it's a career that's got to change, no, yeah. not for me anyway. Yeah. And I know that, like, dude, because me, me and you have talked in the middle of fights more than just that fight at Pan Am's. Mateus, <laughs> Mateus is a little different than you, and I think it's funny. Mateus, like, he, uh, he tried to foot sweep me when we fought on Fight to Win. He tried to foot sweep me and it missed. And then I pulled guard and he went like this. He, like, stood up and he went... <laughs> like, you're really gonna pull guard? I was he like, I did it last you. time. I did the same thing last time, and I smiled because I was like, "What are you? What are you looking at me like that for?" Like, it's of so course funny. I'm freaking pull awesome. guard. We're gonna take you down. Your takedown defense is awesome. Yeah, bro. That, <laughs> the, the, the first time I fought, I fought Jake was like, was that purple uh, brown belt match? Yeah. And like, bro, it's like. Like, we had a crazy match, and after we just talk about it, like before the match, we just talk as well. So I even know him before. Mm -hmm. But I saw, like, uh, we had a great match, and, like, bro, this dude is crazy. <laughs> he just, <laughs> That's weird. He just, he just hugged me, and he just, Jesus Christ, and love you, and, like, after he back kicked my ass, I said, what? <laughs> and, like, and I have to understand, like, bro, it's a part of the job, you know? Everyone, everyone has, a, like, on the fight... Uh, it's a fight, you know. Me and when I'm going mm -hmm. to fight, I change completely. Like, when yeah. I'm starting the match, I try to focus on the... Not kill the guy, because I don't want to hurt nobody, but I want to, like, mm -hmm. get the win. I want to get the victory, you know. But, like, mm -hmm. the guy's not my enemy, you know. Even, oh, yeah. even, even fight me, even fight me. Bro, I also I, I get more opportunity to fight fight me, because I think it's so fun, you know. When you don't have a point, you don't fight for points. Bro, it's like... Like... You know, like, I was my, when my brother fought with someone, he just left, like, with Pedro, with you, with Jonathan. He always is smiling because there's no point, okay, you want to do it, do it, like, it's a show, you know, that's why I, I like to fight, like, a shows. Like, like when you go to IBJF tournament, kind of, like, more take it serious because of points, strategy, you know, but, like, fighting super fights is really fun to watch, to fight as well. Yeah, definitely. I think yeah. you made a really, really bunch of really good points, but one of them is just you guys kind of have the same mission. Like you're trying to obviously do your best jujitsu and win the fights, but you're also at the top level of black belt, so a lot of people are watching you. So you're promoting the sport. So when you guys have a crazy match and people see it, it makes you know it's better. It's better for everyone. It's better for the sport. Yeah, like uh, yeah, and no, but, yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, imagine if we, like, acted all stupid to each other after we had a war. <laughs> then it's like, oh, man, like, that was a that was a great match. There's something about seeing, like, oh, these guys are cool. Like, these guys are just regular, these guys are regular dudes, and they're freaking grappling like maniacs. Like, I, I think that there's something cool about that. Like, if, what, like, when you see, like, Gordon versus Wagner, you know, great match, Gordon wins, and they're hugging afterwards. You're like, oh, man, you love to see it. Yeah, like, uh, uh like... Like, it would talk about, like, they have a great match, like, well, now, I like to fight more 
like five more the five four rules because like before I was the five four rules and I like I I try I like complain about myself like sometimes like I make the wrong strategy and I lose because I did something wrong. Now when I when I fight, like I feel like I did my best, you know. I did my mm -hmm. best. I put a show. If someone like it, say good job. And let's think for the next one. That's why I'm, I'm think like. I fought, when I fought with Tommy, we fought for third place. I think it was the great match on their division because we don't really care about nothing, you know? We just like, yeah. okay, bro, let's do it. Like, and sweep me, I sweep him back. And like, I fought way better on the third place than when I fought the, the tournament, when I lost on my second match. I lost by a mm -hmm. ref decision, but I fought so bad. And I, when I come back for third place, I say, I don't have nothing to lose. They just fight. And like, it, uh, even to World Pro, and I take a, and I, when I, when this happened to me on Grand Slam, and say, yeah, I cannot this happen in, in World Pro. Uh, and I let my, my mate, mate mentally free to just take, do my 100%. Like, mm -hmm. and I did, and like, I got, I got upset because I didn't win, but like, by the way, I got ahead because, okay, I did, I did what I can, you know, I did everything. I did everything on my power, it just, it's not happening, you know. It's better you have your mind, oh, I should do this, like, oh, I just, you just go do it, you know, like, you put a show, like, to people's watch. Everyone, like, 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 some guys, they, they win it, they, they really, they get the victory, but, like, they don't, they did, later, the people are going to remind them, they're not going to remind him, like, oh, this guy was a beast, like, the people's become a legend because they really are a legend, you know, like, like yeah. Rodolfo, like Buchecha, bro, Buchecha is my inspiration. <laughs> he stopped it, I got upset, but like, bro, like my first time I saw him, I, I got nervous. <laughs> he just left for me because I, I was a huge fan of him because like I, I have a, like everyone just talk, talk about histories about him. Like before, like Rodolfo was to be a beast, be everyone. And he, he like, I want to beat this guy. I want to face this guy. Like, you know, and guys, it's pretty, he, he's, he, he, I got screwed by that. I, I want to fight, fight with the best guys. I don't know if I'm going to win, but, like, I want to put a show, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. 100%. So, Jake, <clears throat> do you have any uh, any more questions for Matias before we start wrapping no, up? No, I really, I love that we were able to reminisce and lament on some awesome tournament yeah, memories. Yeah, that was some really my, fun. Some <laughs> of my favorite memories in tournament have been with people that I was able to joke around with. And that I was able to have fun moments in the fight with, and uh, and dude, me and you have had amazing wars, and I've had wars with your brother, and I will, I hope that we can continue to do so because regardless of how it goes, we're still gonna go and grab some food after, hopefully sure. one of these times, and uh, one day I'll be able to hopefully learn from you guys too. So hey, uh, just thanks for coming on, dude. It was uh, this this was uh, a nice a nice little trip down memory lane, and uh, we definitely look forward to seeing you in the tournament. Um, yeah, I, man. As the news comes out for EUG two, I feel like it's just it's just shaping up to be such an incredible show, and your addition to the show is definitely uh, it, it makes it all the more interesting. So we really appreciate you coming on, man. Okay, I, I appreciate all, all, all you guys. Like, it's my pleasure to be here, like talking. Like, I try would be like way uh, worse than that, <laughs> but like you guys, mm -hmm. like like you know, we always be. I always see you guys in the tournament, so. I got a free to just talk and like got okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's the key. Like, of course. I I don't know if I'm going to win, bro, but 
I will do my 100%, that is gonna be a good, uh, I, I, will, I will do my 100%, probably, I'm not gonna let me down, <laughs> it's gonna be a great match. With Joe, I just think about it, <laughs> I was for Jake, and he got a triangle with me, and I just fly, I went on the match, and I got disqualified. <laughs> On the final the open class. Oh, I didn't want to bring that up, but yes, it did happen. Uh, I, I, locked the tri- I locked the triangle, and you turned me and rolled and got the cue, and I was like, oh, man. I was like, oh, yeah, he's de he cued himself. The next day I got the G, I just left, and I was talking to my friend, bro. You don't believe it, bro. I got a triangle, and I fly away on the mat. <laughs> okay, okay, so you know what's crazy is I was really nervous because we both made it to the finals of the open, and when we went to the final, because the to provide context, you and I had an insane match earlier that day. Like it was nuts. It was such a good. I literally that had the that Phoenix, on my. That was the Phoenix Open, right? Yeah, I'm guys. Dying, if you're if, to the to the <laughs> listeners, if you go and on my Instagram on my IGTV, there's a match: uh, Jake Watson versus Machias Luna. Nuts match. I just posted a highlight. It's like a three. It's like a two minute highlight. It's on YouTube as well. It's on YouTube as well nuts uh and i w- i was so tired after that match that i was like i really hope somebody beats this guy in the open <laughs> so i can find somebody different oh, and then yeah. lo and behold we're in the final of the open and i'm like oh my gosh i don't know if i have another match like that in me today <laughs> and then you uh, dq'd yourself and i was like yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's over <laughs> i can well, go home I just, like, I just, uh, yeah, bro, that day, like, I got so tired, I got a fire with him, <laughs> hey, bro, like, I just got a kill, bro, I just got a tired <laughs> enough to not fight anymore, and my friend, let's go, let's try the open class, I'd say, oh my gosh, I hope this is not an open class, <laughs> I hope this is not an open class, <laughs> oh, I saw him, oh, at least on the other side, and like, mm-hmm. he beat me yeah. so hard when he played a top, and say no, this time I have to play on top. And he got me trying to go. I'm not gonna tap. I'm gonna pull out. <laughs> throw me out I was at home, head. man. I was in Arizona, dude. There's a new pre- There's a different kind of pressure when you're in Arizona. Yeah, and like, and I just, just Luna comes up. down from Checkmat, and people are watching. I'm like, damn it, I like this guy, bro, but I gotta funny. like do something. And then we had a nuts match, dude. Honestly, like we can we can sit here and you know we can we can sing each other's praises, but honestly. Uh, really appreciate you as a competitor, and that was a, it was an awesome match. So, um, yeah, Danny, is there anything? Is, is, or actually, Machias, is there anybody you want to thank before you uh, before we uh, exit out of here? Thanks for someone else. Let me see, <laughs> like sponsors or teammates, uh, yeah, like, friends. Uh, I want to say thanks to my friends. He's helped me, supported me in uh, my professional life. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I want to say thanks to everyone, like. Even like my friends, my my family, I I really care about my my family. My my I have a wife, my wife as well. So they are the things that like help me to be stronger, to keep it going. You know, like my family support me so much. My wife is incredible, like support me so much as well. My partner's trainer is always there, like helping help me in the training. I help them in the training as well. My coach, like uh, Luca, is uh, Pancho, Leo as well. I'm going down to HQ like a couple times of the week, and he always helped me in the training. Um, my first professor as well, Chabu and Burro Barreiro. Like I'm here because they're like, you know, if I say thanks, I'm gonna say thanks for two hours here. So many people, like everyone's <laughs> here, everyone's come like no, like. Not by yourself, you know. You come with someone mm-hmm. to support you, and so 
I just say yeah. a big thanks for everyone. Champions, everyone's a champions. Like I'm big teacher at Champions Academy. And uh, my students, everyone's super cool. Everyone's just supporting me so much. They help me in the train as well. With my, my, my partner training for the night. And I've been working on a lot of situations today. Be improved a lot. Thank all of them. Champions BDJ, you know it. <laughs> and that's awesome. Guys, thank you, yeah, you guys. Thank you guys for bringing me here. It was a really fun conversation. <laughs> Oh, for sure. Yeah, we'll try dude. to tag everyone you mentioned in the in the post. But but Jake, do you want to go ahead and, and uh, thank some of our friends? Oh, you're darn right, I do, Danny. Listen, <clears throat> guys, uh, I'm holding in my hand two guitar picks. Is that important? Nope. It's not, <laughs> it's not important. No. But what is important to know is that Electrum Performance has an app, and you can go there. And if okay. By the way, everybody, here's a challenge. Try not try to get as thick as I'm gonna get. I was talking to <laughs> Mateus Luna. He messages me, says I'm going back down to middleweight. I'm like, awesome, very cool. I'm going up to heavyweight. And I don't know if that's necessarily gonna happen so quick. I'm doing my best, but my best is all, could also be your best, and that's electric performance. Alex Turner, Alex Bryce. Adam Bradley's dumb bald head. All of them <laughs> are going to be there helping, and you can have all the the, the weightlifting, uh, coaching, and, and help you want. Also, don't eat like an idiot like me. Um, I want to thank uh, Natalia Chantry. I want to thank Agro Brand, uh, Maracaba BJJ, and Marcio Andre Academy. Also, I want to thank Danny O'Donnell for rocking out for ninety three <laughs> episodes. Yeah, it's been crazy. pretty crazy. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's gonna that's gonna do it for me, Danny. Yeah. So thanks everyone for listening. Thanks again to Matias for coming on. We can't wait to to hang out at EUG. Uh, it's coming up really soon, so it's gonna be a really great event. So many awesome competitors. Definitely tune in to Flow Grappling to watch that. And yeah, this was episode ninety three, and we will see you guys all soon. Thanks for listening.